everyone, and welcome to the Christmas Eve episode of Everything Under the Sun. We're getting to the end of the year, so I'm starting to think about all the fun things we're going to do in 2022. After I've had a bit of a rest, well, there are loads of adventures to have, places to visit, and questions to answer. One thing that me and my family are looking forward to is getting letters from Banjo Robinson, our favourite globetrotting cat. Word on the cat vine is that Banjo will be visiting loads of wonderful places in 2022, including Somalia. I've never been there, and I've never been to New Zealand either. I have been to China and Brazil, so I'm looking forward to hearing about all the places Banjo gets to visit. He's going to be sending action packed letters and hours worth of fun. So if you'd like a letter too, and to share in the joy of having a magical pen pal who is a cat... Ask your grown-up to visit banjomagic.com slash everything for special offers and joining up to get letters from a cat. And now it's time for Everything Under the Sun Christmas Eve special. Hello and welcome to the Christmas Eve episode of Everything Under the Sun. All around the world. Children are getting ready for Father Christmas. You've sent your letters, I hope. Decorated your house, maybe. And I hope you're going to leave a tasty snack out for Santa and his reindeer tonight. And most of all, I hope you'll wake up to exciting presents left by Father Christmas himself while you were sleeping. I can't wait to wake up on Christmas morning and see whether or not he has been to our house. I'm sure he'll come to visit my children. And I think I've been quite good, so maybe he'll visit me too. I'm going to put my stocking out, just in case. I do hope lots of you have copies of Everything Under the Sun, a book I wrote filled with all of your questions. It's such a lovely book. It's been doing so well, and so many of you have told me that you love it. So thank you so much to everyone who's bought a copy of Everything Under the Sun. A curious question for every day of the year. And thank you to all the illustrators who made it look so beautiful. There were 12 artists making it probably my favourite book ever. So I hope you all find it under your tree or in your stockings tomorrow or for New Year. And if you do, then do send me a picture of you with your copy. Because it would make me really happy to see you with them. You can post a picture on Instagram or your brain ups can. And if you do, tag me at Molly Oldfield Writes or at Everything Under the Sun Pod. Or email me the photo in the usual way, the same way you send in your questions to Molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Hooray! How exciting! I wonder who's going to get a copy tomorrow. Now it is time for our very first Christmas Eve question. It's about Father Christmas and it's about your favourite things, toys. It comes from Arlo. Over to Arlo. Hi, I'm Arlo. I like angels and being angel and unicorns. And I'm four. And my question is, why does Santa bring us toys? Hi, Arlo. Well, that is such a good question. Do you know, I'd never really thought about it before. 
All I did was hope that Father Christmas would bring me things that I wanted in my stocking on Christmas morning. One year, I took my favourite Barbie dress, which was red velvet skirt with little frilly red hearts on the top on white chiffon. I put it at the end of my bed and I said, Dear Father Christmas, please can you make me a life-size version of this? Also one year I asked him for a hamster. He didn't always bring me exactly what I wanted, so don't be disappointed if that happens to you too. But he did always bring me some cool stuff, so thank you, Father Christmas. But why does he bring us toys is something I'd never thought about. So well done, Arlo. To answer your question for you, I have a brilliant writer called Neil Gaiman. He wrote the books about the amazing sneezing panda called Chew, which I know Arlo loves. And he's written books called Stardust, you might have seen the movie, and Caroline, you might have seen that film too. And your grown-ups will know lots and lots of other excellent books by Neil Gaiman. Neil knows a lot about magic, and so he knows a little bit about the world of Father Christmas, as much as any human can do anyway. So he said, yes, of course, I'll answer your question, Arlo. Over to Neil. Hello, Arlo. I'm Neil. I'm 61 years old, and I like angels and unicorns too. Your question, which is a really good one, is, why does Santa bring us toys? And the answer is a really interesting one. You see, some people think that the best thing in the world is being given something. Especially, obviously, being given toys, because toys are fabulous. You can play with them. They make your day better. They make your week better. They make your month better. They can even make your year better. But there is one thing better than getting a present. And that's giving a present. Because when you give somebody something, you get to see their joy. You get to see how happy they are. And you get to watch them playing with something and loving something for a day or a week or a month or a year or more. And Santa is very sensible. He knows that it's wonderful to get things. But he knows that actually it's even more fun. It's even more delightful. It's even more pleasurable to give things. And that's why Santa does it. He does it because it makes him the happiest person it could possibly be. That's what all of that ho-ho-hoing is about. It's because he's so happy. And the reason he's so happy is he gets to do so much giving. And that makes him even happier than the people who get the presents. Like you. Thank you, Neil, for your wonderful answer. I love that Santa is so happy and goes around saying ho, ho, ho all the time. Ho, 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 ho! Because giving children all around the world presents on Christmas Eve makes him the happiest man on earth. That's so lovely. And let's see, on Christmas Day, when you give someone you love a present you've made or chosen, 
See if it makes you feel happy and your heart do a little dance when they open it. Then you'll know how Santa feels and you'll feel how lovely it is to give, as well as, of course, to get lovely presents when you wake up from Father Christmas on Christmas morning. What a lovely man he is. Thank you, Father Christmas, and thank you, Neil, for your gorgeous answer. And I really hope that answers your excellent question, Arlo. Thank you for asking it, and happy Christmas to you. Now, on to our next question, which is about a Christmassy sweet that is really popular in America, where Tara has lived. They are red and white striped, and they look like little walking sticks. They're called candy canes. Over to Tara. Hi, Molly. My name is Tara, and I am nine. I have a Christmas question. When was the first sighting of people putting candy canes on Christmas trees? Thank you. Bye. Hi, Tara. Thanks for your excellent question. So candy canes, like I said, are red and white striped sweets shaped like a little walking stick or a stick with a hook on the end. And they taste minty. They're very popular in America, where 1.67 billion candy canes are made every year. 90% of them are sold in the weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. But who was the first person to put them on Christmas trees? Well, we think it was a man from Germany and Sweden called August Imgard. This was in 1847, so it's been going on for a long time. August decorated a blue spruce tree, which is a kind of Christmas tree, with candy canes and paper decorations. People thought, oh, this is a good idea. And sweet makers started to make sticks of sweet, stripy, minty stuff with hooks on the end. And the hooks are so that the sweets can easily hang on a Christmas tree. Legend has it that a sweet or candy maker from Indiana in America made them that shape with a hook on the end so that candy canes look like the letter J or Jesus. But this doesn't seem to be true. I like the idea, though. What do you do? with your Christmas tree, Tara. Do you put candy canes on it? We don't have candy canes. We put lots of different things we've collected over different Christmases and lots of twinkly lights onto our Christmas tree. And we also put a big star on top. I think I might get myself an angel for next year though, because I do love an angel on top of a tree. Did you know, according to Guinness World Records, tallest cut Christmas tree was 67.36 metres. It was a Douglas fir tree and it was put up and decorated in Washington in America at the Northgate Shopping Centre in December 1950. It was 67 metres tall. Gosh, just imagine how many candy canes you'd need to decorate that tree. A lot. I hope that answers your question, Tara, and thank you for sending it in. And thank you for always sending me such excellent questions. I hope you have a lovely Christmas. And now for our third question, which comes from Dominic. Over to Dominic. My name is Dominic and I'm six years old. I like computer games, swimming and play days. My question is, why do we kiss under the mist? Okay. 
Dominic, well, thank you for your excellent question. So some people like to hang mistletoe in their house and if they happen to cross paths with somebody under the mistletoe, they'll say, give us a kiss. Why do people do this? It's a bit strange. While no one knows who invented the idea of kissing under mistletoe, some say the Greeks, some the Norse, Romans or even the Babylonians are being given credit for this kissing behaviour. The name for mistletoe comes from the Anglo-Saxon words missile, meaning dung, which is animal poo, and tan, meaning twig. Oh, so that means if you kiss under mistletoe, it's quite funny, because you're kissing underneath something called a dung on a twig. Yuck! Birds eat the berries of mistletoe and poop them out later, and this is how mistletoe spreads its seeds. Don't you try it yourself because mistletoe berries are mildly toxic to humans, so make sure you don't eat one. The Druids thought oak trees were sacred, and they thought that the mistletoe that grew on oak trees was a gift from the heavens, so they loved to gather it up and decorate their homes on the winter solstice with mistletoe. And some clever person way back in time decided to say, if you meet me underneath mistletoe you'll have to kiss me and everyone else thought this was quite a good idea and something to say if they wanted to kiss someone but weren't quite brave enough to do it without the excuse of mistletoe we don't know who this person was or where they came from it's something that's been lost in the mists of time but give it a try this christmas if you want to but only if you've had a negative pcr test or it's a member of your family maybe your mum I hope that answers your question, Dominic, and thank you for sending it in. Now, that's our final question of the week answered. It's time to hear your Christmas jokes. We have two rather good jokes this week. Hmm, it was tricky to decide. Here they are. Hi, Molly, my name's Al, and I'm five years old, and I live in London, and my joke is... What do you get on Cliff and the Snowman together? Get frostbite. <laughs> Hello, my name is Alex. I am eight years old. I like swimming and my joke is what did the policeman say to his stomach? You're under a vest. <laughs> <laughs> Molly. My name is Beatrot. I'm seven years old and I like sports. And my favourite Christmas joke is what's the best Christmas present? A broken drum. You just can't beat it. Bye and Merry Christmas. Hi, my name's Bodie. I'm nine and I live in New Zealand. And my joke is what bird movie won an Oscar? Lord of the Wings. I love all three of them. Hmm. But the winner is going to be Alice simply because the prize book is here in England. So there's no way that it could get to Australia or New Zealand in time for Christmas unless I could try and catch Santa on his way around the world. But I don't fancy my chance of that. I'm always trying to see him on Christmas Eve, but I haven't yet. Thank you all for sending me your jokes and wishing you all a lovely Christmas.
Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas Eve or a Happy Christmas. Or if you're listening after Christmas, I hope you had an excellent time. Thank you so much to the lovely Neil Gaiman for being everything under the sun's Christmas angel. This is the third Christmas Neil has answered kids' questions on the podcast. You can scroll back to last Christmas and the one before to listen to Neil's other amazing answers about the magic of Christmas. You can check out his first answer to this question. Does Mrs. Christmas help Father Christmas work out who has been naughty or not? In the Everything Under the Sun book, if you have a copy. Just turn to the 24th of December double page spread, which has been beautifully illustrated with loads of presents, and you can read Neil's answer to that very excellent question. One thing I forgot to tell Neil is that his birthday is in my Banjo Robinson 2022 journal. As well as Neil's birthday, there are loads of other important birthdays in there, as well as lots of creative activities and space for writing and drawing. If you want to start travelling the world with Banjo, We'll get your paws on his amazing 2022 journal. Just ask your grown-up to visit banjomagic.com slash everything. A big, wonderful Christmassy thank you also to this week's question answers to Arlo, Tara and Dominic. Thank you for your Christmas questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. Now, everything under the sun is taking a Christmas holiday now. I'm off to get ready for the arrival of the big man in a red suit. I've got my carrots to get ready and my mince pies to put by the fire. Let's hope Father Christmas can squeeze down the chimney. Remember to send me photos of you with your Christmas Day copies of Everything Under the Sun. A curious question for every day of the year. And I hope all of you listening have the best Christmas possible. Whatever you get up to. Sending you lots of Christmas magic and some sunshine. If you want to follow me, your grown-ups can. I'm on Instagram at Everything Under the Sun Pod and at Molly Oldfield Writes and Twitter at Molly Oldfield. So yes, do subscribe to the pod and tell all your friends about it. Have the best Christmas holidays. Have tons of fun. I hope you get to see your friends and family and you get a good present that you can play with. Happy Christmas one and all and thank you for being such important children in my life. Thank you to everyone who sent in a question and thank you to everyone who's listened to an episode or two or told a friend about it. I wish you all a wonderful Christmas. Thank you for a great year and best of all, thank you so much for being part of Team Everything Under the Sun. Christmas love and goodbye. Oh, 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 oh.